What's up, everybody? This is Mike, the host of Mike and Mickey After Dark, which you can listen to on 89.9 KGRG FM every Monday night from 9 to midnight. And I am joined in studio today by my lovely co-host, Mickey. How Hello. you doing? I'm awesome. How are you? I am fantastic. <laughs> um, and we're also joined here in studio by the host of KGRG FM's specialty show of the year. Give it up for Cork from The Buzz. How you doing, dude? Man, I thought I was the lovely one. What happened? Oh. <laughs> You've been working <laughs> overnight. <laughs> that's, so that, that's the law of diminishing returns. Oh. Uh, but we're all here today in the studio, and we have an awesome guest joining us on the phone to talk about Jet City Comic Show, which is coming up on November 5th and 6th. That is a Saturday and Sunday. Incidentally, we are giving away... Uh, two-day passes to Jet City Comic Show all throughout the rest of the month and all the way up until the day of the show. Uh, but here to tell us a little more about the history and some of the excitement that you can expect at Jet City Comic Show, give it up, everybody, for James Taylor. Woo! Awesome! How you doing, man? Good. I'm doing excellent. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. Of course. Yes, no problem. So let's... Uh, let's start from the very basic things of what is Jet City Comic Show? So Jet City Comic Show, we are a little bit different than what people think of Comic-Cons nowadays. We're kind of a throwback. We, oh. You know, Comic-Cons have always been around, but now people kind of associate it with having like a bunch of media guests and, you know, a bunch of actors and everything. But we're kind of more traditional in that we still focus on comic books and creators, but we also, you know, we bring in some authors, and we bring in a few actors, which is tradition to have a few mm -hmm. on the show, but we're, we're kind of, you know, just that traditional old school show with some of the new uh, modern, you know, things, so it's, not, it's less swap meet, more show convention. But, That's so uh, cool. Yeah. I like that. That's a really cool description. Cork, one of the one of the things that you're excited to learn about is kind of the history of, of the show and kind of how it came to be, right? Well, yeah, every superhero has their origin story, right? So I wanted to know what the origin story of Jet City Comic Show was. Like, why did you guys choose Tacoma? Where did the idea sort of spawn from? That sort of thing. Sure. Well, originally, uh, my partner, Brian, and I, we helped start, well, the now granddaddy of Seattle, the Emerald City Comic Show. My partner was one of the founders, and then I did a lot of the marketing design work from before it even started for, I don't know, maybe 10 of the years. So as that show was going, we heard from vendors and fans, and it was getting more expensive. And then, you know, it was also moving more towards the celebrity route of comic book mm -hmm. conventions. So what we wanted to do was a stripped-down show, and we started seven years ago. So we started Jet City Comic Show, Brian and I, and he was still part of Emerald City at that time. We just wanted to strip it down and make it basics. We wanted to focus more on local creators. Yeah, we bring in a few from out of town, but we wanted to just kind of focus on the locals as much as we could, whether it's vendors or creators. So we started actually in Seattle for our first three years, and then we had a scheduling conflict, and we've always been kind of looked at when we were in Seattle like we were kind of like the redheaded stepchild of Emerald City, <laughs> if, if that makes sense. Since we were having scheduling conflicts and we didn't really like our dates and we wanted a different date from the convention center, we decided let's make the move down to Tacoma. There hadn't been one there in, since I think 1995. So it had been almost 20 years since there was a comic book convention in Tacoma itself. 
So we moved down there four years ago, and honestly, it took off. Our attendance doubled, and it was just an awesome first year, and we've kept it there ever since. That's a great story. Yeah, very, very cool. Now, I remember one of the things that in learning about Jet City Comic Show is that you guys are intentionally small and kind of that goal to kind of stay that back to basics type of Comic Con, right? Right. We could grow up much faster, you know. I mean, if we were to bring in, let's say, like a William Shatner or somebody, mm-hmm. our, our numbers would take off. Mm-hmm. But we want it to be more of an intimate show. We're pretty good size. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I, I call it like a little big show, you know, like we're <laughs> Reno to Emerald City's uh, Las Vegas, something like that. Okay. But basically, we want to just be an accessible show for fans and creators and everybody. So you have plenty of time to chat and everything. We try to keep it as affordable as possible, so we still keep it pretty stripped down. We don't bring in actors that are charging $100 for an autograph or anything like that. Yeah, I think um, I saw like $10 for a selfie or something. Yeah, Whoa. with some of them. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I mean, that's pretty cool because a lot of shows, they bring in those photo vendors, and it's at least $40 to Jeez. $80 to get your photo taken with somebody. But that's because the photo vendor's taking a big cut. The show takes a cut yeah, and right. everything. Well, you know what? I don't need any of that money. It should just go 100% to the actor. That's so cool. And so, you know, by being able to do a selfie photo with your cell phone or your own camera, you know, they're willing to charge a lot lower prices. Mm -hmm. Definitely, to me, it seems a lot more personal rather than being in a line and going through that line, click, next person, click, next person, click. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, I've only been to anime conventions, and I was wondering if you could maybe explain the difference between a comic convention and an anime convention. So comic book convention obviously focuses more on comic books. (laughs) Anime is more manga and anime. So it's different styles of art, really. And Mm -hmm. the culture is different, whereas anime manga comes from Japan, China, and those areas. And, you know, whereas the comic book culture comes from the U.S., Canada, and Britain area. And so it really comes down to just more artistic style, I think, really. And then, you know, there are some cultural differences as well. Yeah. yeah. Is there still cosplay held oh, at yeah. comic shows? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Including, yeah. including this comic show? Like, are there going to be some pretty cool cosplays? Yeah. Saturday is probably going to be the biggest day for the cosplayers. And once awesome. again, you know, we don't bring in cosplayers from out of town as guests. It's just locals for the most part. And of course, somebody might travel, you know, yeah. from farther away. But yeah, so the costume contest is on Saturday. There's a kids one at, I think, one thirty. And then the adult one starts at 5 or 5.30. So right after the show closes, yeah. the adult one will start up. And, you know, I mean... That's so cool. There's there's a ton of costumes and a ton of great <laughs> people at designing all these costumes. It's incredible what they can do. Sorry to put you on the spot. What is your favorite cosplay that you've seen at your show? There was one. I have no idea what the character is. <laughs> I, I I'd almost have to find the photo and send it to you. But yeah. it, the person was had to have been on stilts, but it was like from feet to top. It was all fur. Wow. You know, and it was kind of a monster thing. <laughs> but it was really cool looking. I'd, I'll have to definitely look up that photo. It was, That's it was awesome. Very unique. But then there was also a family, and they won, but they all dressed up as, remember the movie Brave? The yeah. Movie. Oh, yeah. So they were dressed up as the red-headed girl and then Aww. the two ki- two brothers. Mm-hmm. And then, the parents were dressed up as well. That's really cute. So a whole family thing. Yeah, very cute. And they did a great job with it, too. So. Oh, 
That's the best. I always love it when there's a themed, like, multiple group family type cosplays. You know, it's like when one of my friend's daughters was pregnant, she and her husband dressed up. She was Padme and he was Anakin from Revenge <laughs> of the Sith. Oh, no. So, yeah. So, it was like, it, it was, it, it always cracked me up. But, I mean, like, they got, like, the look just right. And it's just like, yeah, take advantage of your condition and <laughs> use that for uh, uh, cosplay purposes. So it's Very always fascinating nice. me. But since we're on that topic of things to see and do at the show, can you talk about what people can expect when they go to Jet City Comic Show? Sure. Well, you know, there's all kinds of different things, you know. There's a ton of artwork to look at, which to me is always, being an artist is one of the more fascinating things about a comic book convention is you see all these different styles and all these different people at different levels and you know, so you got younger artists. If you keep going back to a show, you'll see how they grow every year. Mm -hmm. oh, cool. um, but then, you know, I mean, just the creativity alone. I mean, to me, I mean, there's going to be over 100 artists when you count all the locals that are setting up as well as the guests. I mean, there's everything from painters to comic book artists to fine artists. And then there's some crafters there as well. So, you know, there's always custom jewelry type things too. Vendor-wise, I mean, there's... Everything from, obviously, there's comic book vendors, and then there's toy <laughs> vendors, and Magic the Gathering gaming-type vendors. There's even a few clothing vendors, too. You know, just kind of a lot of fun things. We have one of our sponsors, Fingers Duke. They will be doing live T-shirt printing. Wow. Uh, Jet City exclusive. So what they do is they screen print it right there in the spot for you. You tell them what size you want, and then they'll run it through their little oven, a portable oven. <laughs> and, and there you've got your T-shirt. You wow. Well, so, easy bake oven T-shirts. <laughs> basically. And so, you know, I mean, that's just kind of cool. It's truly limited. You know, we don't overprint any of our exclusive shirts. So if you don't buy it this year, you know, I mean, then it's gone. Wow. Uh, that's so cool. Well, that's the coolest <laughs> thing about cons in general is there's always the exclusives. And you guys have the T-shirts. And I also saw rumors of possibly a beer. Mm. Yes, it'll be called Moxie from Georgetown Brewing Company. They contacted us and wanted to do an official beer. And, you know, who are we to say no? <laughs> it's an ESB-style beer. It'll be brewed with a little something extra to change it up and kind of smooth it out a little bit. We will be doing a beer release party probably the Friday before the show, and details on that will be coming out. It should be available at Georgetown Brewing, like, around a week before the show as well, which we'll, we'll post announcements on that. Sweet. Was that Friday before the drink and draw? We'll probably combine that with the beer launch too. So the drink and draw and beer launch all on the same night. So, so there's normally a drink and draw the night before the show. Awesome. So kind of kicking the festivities off a day early then. Oh yeah, it's kind of like a great social get together. You know, especially for all the creators that are in Artist Alley, they'll be there, and you know they can socialize before the show. Because when during the show, it's really hard to get together. Cause yeah. Hopefully, mm -hmm. you're so busy that it's hard to go and talk. Because <laughs> you need to talk Definitely. to the fans walking around. So now, for people that might not be familiar, could you explain what a drink and draw event is? So drink and draw is basically just a social get together. I mean, it, it is what it, it what it says. In the title. <laughs> it, Hopefully you get together and you bring your sketchbooks and, you know, if you're not an artist, you know, you're a writer, hey, come too. You could still jot down notes for story ideas and, you know, basically it's just to get from out from behind your art table, you know, at home where, you know, most of us, you know, it's kind of unsocial <laughs> atmosphere and just to get out there and be creative with other creators and uh, it, 
it just kind of spurs on some things and you know you get some new ideas or new inspiration from talking with one another and just kind of socialize talk about how, how you do things and whatever else you're interested in super cool we were talking earlier about exclusives and i'd like to loop back around to that a little uh-huh. bit so in addition to the shirt and the moxie beer you guys have a few other exciting exclusives also right yeah we have some print of our bomber girl who's our mascot cool um, one from shane white has been announced and then we should have two maybe three more we're just kind of waiting on those right now oh, and then cute. we have a custom fishing rod a which, fishing rod really yeah so i work in the fishing rod industry whoa so cool custom rods are huge and so this rod would like if somebody were to buy it it'd be five to seven hundred dollars but it features captain america everything is hand wrapped on it everything is done with thread just wrapping around the rod oh my gosh that's crazy work the work that this guy did if you've seen it on the website or on facebook is just incredible he's considered one of the master rod builders in in the u.s and so i managed to get him thanks to my my boss and my company to do that and all the profits for these exclusives go towards operation homefront which is kind of a military-based charity helping out families in the military like they gave away a thousand backpacks to kids starting school in august and you know, things like that, and help with bills even at times, and, you know, just whatever necessity some of these families need while while their spouse is off at war or whatever. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a really, really good place for the money to go. That's really interesting. I don't think I've ever heard of a con-exclusive fishing rod before either. That's yeah. insane. It, it is it is it's the first. And, and very the cool, unique. The cool thing is is the, the guy who, the rod builder, He's a huge comic book fan. He lives down in San Diego, so he's always going to the major Comic-Con down there. Um, he does a, a bunch that feature comic book characters, and this one features Captain America on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's a huge comic book fan, so it, it you know, just makes a lot of sense. I know that, Mike, you're a longtime Comic-Con attendee. Yeah. Mickey, you've been to a lot of anime cons, but you yes. haven't been to a Comic-Con. Yes. What are your suggestions for people going to the show, like, specifically in Tacoma? Like, will your vendors have access to card readers? Is it cash only? What do people bring with them when they show up? Most have access to the Square card readers, so most will take credit cards. Some don't. Cash is always king, though, so you can always <laughs> negotiate a little bit with some of these vendors, especially <laughs> like the dealers, not necessarily the artists. They won't negotiate as much. Um, right. But the dealers that have, you know, large volumes of comics or toys or whatever. So, yeah, cash cash or credit is perfect either way. And awesome. then will you guys be doing different stuff on each day, or what should people expect? Oh, uh, yes. We haven't announced any of our panels yet, but we will have panels each day. Um, many are about creating, whether it's cosplay panels, we have authors on panels uh, talking about getting in, into the industry as writers. We also have some comic book panels. Um, and then we'll be doing live interviews on Sunday in the lobby with some of the celebrity guests. And wow. those will be live streamed through Sci-Fi Monkeys, who's another one of our sponsors. Oh, very cool. Well, that'd be that'd be something cool for folks that uh, may not be able to actually attend the show. They they can still be part of it. Right, exactly. And then that interview will also open up to Q and A from the crowd as well. So. Excellent. Well, that that seems as good a time as any. Let's talk about some of the exciting guests that you have this year because there's a there's a few folks in particular that um, that a lot of folks are very excited about. 
So actor-wise, we've got Selena Jade, who's played a pivotal role in uh, the C-dubs Arrow for all four, well, the first four seasons. Mm-hmm. She played Shadow, which is a pivotal role, kind of a recurring character. Um, but then she's also um, starred in kung fu movies. She starred in a bunch of shows um, in China. Um, in fact, she's just coming back to the States here soon from shooting a film in Japan. But she's been in Legendary Assassin, uh, The Man with Iron Fists, and uh, quite a few things. Um, so she's kind of like an actress on the rise, it seems like, because she yeah. hasn't been doing it for too long. Um, Roger Cross, who's somebody I'm really excited about, because I remember seeing him on the Sci-Fi channel on an old show called First Wave back in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's currently on Black Matter, which I, they just wrapped up their second season. He was on Continuum, also on the Sci-Fi channel. He was in the Fox series 24 for two seasons. Yep. And then he's also in at least the first season of The Strain, which is on FX. Very cool. Yeah. And then, oh, also, uh, we just announced a couple of weeks ago, Robert Lissardo. Mm-hmm. Not everybody might know his name, but if you see him, you know him, because he's always plays the bad guy. He's got tattoos from his neck down. Really nice guy. Um, but he's been in Nip Tuck and CSI shows, and just he's had appearances in a ton of different shows and movies. Yeah, that, that's the way I've been describing him to anybody, that, any of our listeners. It's like, if you've seen any movie that has a bad guy in it in the last 20 years, you'll know this guy because he's <laughs> that guy. He's like yeah. henchman number four. You know, it's um, uh, so, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to meeting him. And uh, for the uh, 90s kids, as they lose they dang minds. Um, I know my counterpart, Cork, is especially excited to meet uh, Sandy Snellner. Well, this is exciting because the trailer just dropped for the new Power Rangers movie, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you don't know, you know, uh, the audience doesn't know, Sandy Snellner is played Alpha 5 in the, I think, second and third season of Power, the original Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then Frank Du, I think his last name is pronounced Ducks? Yeah. Um, that's really exciting because he's been in a lot of kung fu movies. He has his own like kung fu style. He's fought Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris. I really want to see how big this guy's fists are. Just see if I can like, take a hit in the jaw or something. Because yeah. well, the pictures make them look massive. Yeah. The Hulk. And and this was the guy that, that based a bunch of those Van Damme movies on, if I'm not mistaken? Right. So apparently he had an article, a story on him back in like an 1980, early 1980s issue of Black Belt magazine. And so the movie Bloodsport, which is I think came out in 88 or 89 from mm. Jean-Claude Van Damme, it's based off of his story. Basically, it's MMA before UFC or any organized MMA um, is the story. Um, and, of course, they Hollywood Eyes did as well. But, sure. Um, and then he choreographed um, a few of Jean-Claude's movies, and now I guess he goes around training local police departments or around the world in uh, his kung fu style. So, yeah. And then since you're a big artist, I know a couple of the artists on here, like you have Keith Tucker, and that's really exciting because of Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Keith Tucker worked on a ton. He worked in the animation industry, and he worked on a few comic books, but he worked on a ton of those um, late 80s and 1990s uh, um, animated TV shows and movies. He's worked on a crazy amount of stuff. Um, and then there's also, uh, 
let's see, we got John Paul Leon, who hasn't been in the area for a couple of years. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, uh, it's probably been, yeah, four or five, maybe even six years. Mm -hmm. He's worked on a ton of things, incredible art style, very unique artist. And and so we're really happy to have him. And uh, so he's coming in from Florida. And then we got Fred Van Lint, who's made a huge name working on, you know, he's worked on just about everything uh, at some point, like Hercules, (laughs) worked on Spider-Man. X-Men, but now he's mm-hmm. working a lot for Valiant Comics, which is kind of an old-slash-new company um, for a lot of characters that were published back in the 90s and then kind of went away, and now they're back again for the last five years. They've been a fast-rising company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all kinds of great creators. Peter Begg is a seminal local, under not underground, but um, highbrow artist who was big in the music scene of the 90s here and uh, worked on, you know, the old Rocket and the Stranger and Mm -hmm. Seattle Weekly, but, you know, nationally recognized independent artist. Yeah, I think a lot of uh, folks that are into kind of the independent indie underground music scene would kind of recognize his stuff because I I know a lot of his hate stuff kind of uh, pops up like on album covers from time to time and things like that. So, but it's not just comic book creators that that you're having as guests also, right? You have uh, um, authors and other folks coming in? Correct. So we've got a bunch of authors coming in. Um, it's something we've always had a few for the last few years. And then last year, we brought in about 12 different authors. A lot of them just did, like, signing periods mm-hmm. and things like that. But, um, you know, for us, you know, it's about exposing creators again and, you know, to us, novelists are creators too it's just a little bit different genre mm-hmm. so robin hobbs kind of the one of the big local writers huge in fantasy um known around the world and you know signs all around the world um, with her farseer uh trilogy books um, mm-hmm. and then we've got a bunch of new ones um there's yasmin galnorn who does a lot of vampire books and all, basically, all the authors are sci-fi related or, you know, vampire type. There's some young adult book authors there like Anthea Sharp. Just all kinds of fun stuff, you know, with the authors. It's been interesting to see them, and all of them are on panels of some type, and they're all signing for at least a full day. Um, we just announced Isaac Merritt, who's the author of Warm Bodies, which was a feature film a couple of years ago. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, great film, and, you mm-hmm. know. And he's a, a local writer, so he's, you know, coming in and signing on the Sunday of the show. So, yeah. Very cool. So a lot of that, it sounds like it's stuff for uh, middle to older folks and adults, you know, like, you know, visiting the artists and kind of doing that grind. Is there stuff for the kiddos to do at Jet City Comic Show? Oh, totally. I mean, you know, all, most of the artists and creators and even the actors are going to be kid-friendly. Mm-hmm. But we always have like the 501st, who are those cosplayers that are in Star Wars. Um, they're stormtroopers, and then there's typically a Darth Vader and a Wookiee. And, you know, <laughs> and so you can do, for a small donation, you could do a photo shoot with them. And, you know, the money normally goes to some, always goes to a charity. Um, we also have Comics Characters for Causes, which is a, another local group. And they try, all dress up as superheroes. They've got, like, a great Tony Stark. And <laughs> mm-hmm. he, he's always, you see him at all the shows. And then the other people in the group, they always dress up 
um, as different characters every year. But once again, uh, the money, uh, you get a professional photo with them, and it can be printed on the spot for a, a donation. It's not a huge donation. And the money for them, I know, goes to the Good Times Project, which is a kid's charity. There's going to be a big Lego display, which we're still kind of learning what they're going to be setting up. <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> they're, they're just going to build it when they get there. Just yeah. <laughs> that's kind of how, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. In big chunks. Um, there's gaming. Um, so there'll be hero clicks, hopefully some magic gaming, um, which one of the gaming cool. stores is running for us. Um, there'll probably be a face painters and a few other fun activities for kids too. But just to see all the artwork is fun in, in a, in a, oh, in yeah. itself, you know. Awesome. Very, very cool stuff. What would your recommendation be for a young artist or for a young writer? Maybe they're attending the show. Maybe they're just trying to look for an end. What would you tell them or what would you suggest? Well, first thing is, you know, obviously come to the show, talk to the creators, see what they're doing and see how they're doing it. Um, and feel free to ask questions. You know, as long as they don't have a long line, mo- most everybody will answer questions. Um, but the biggest thing as far as becoming a writer or creator is just doing it. And, you know, you, you just do it and, you know, just draw. And if you want to be in comic books, you know, come up with a story idea and just draw it, you know, and put it up online. You know, <laughs> webcomics is a huge popular thing now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's cheap, you know. Back when I started, everybody had a online wasn't around so you know we'd all print up these little ash cans which is just folded over pieces of paper that we'd photocopy at kinko's um you know and then we'd staple them ourselves but nowadays you got the web and you could post it up there um attend some of the panels um we should be posting those up next week as far as what panels on which days you know because there's going to be panels on how to get in as a writer or what it's like to be a writer nowadays because we all know print is kind of kind of going away mm-hmm. even though the hardcore is still you know buying print books but you know it's a changing medium whereas a lot of people are reading books on their ipad and tablets nowadays mm-hmm. you know and same thing with comics it's it's a huge changing market so you know you can learn from some of the people and uh we're going to have a panel on kickstarter um, oh, which cool. is a great way to fund your own creator own books yeah that's yeah. great. So if you were a dessert, what would you be and why? Oof. Right? Well, <laughs> yeah. You know what? We're, we're in the fall season, so I'd have to go with pumpkin pie. Yeah? Why yeah. is that? I, it's, well, it's delicious, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, and then you add a little bit of uh, Cool Whip to it as well, or ice cream, if you're, if you're an ice cream person. and Yeah, no. Fantastic. But we're in the fall season, so it's time for some pumpkins. <laughs> time to get festive that's right <laughs> all right well i can't wait to see you at jet city comic show we will be there in our little kgrg shirts <laughs> so right. i hope to meet you there that'd be oh, yeah. awesome i'll be around i'm typically in the lobby what helping out one of the ticket booths or something like that sweet uh, i will be there yay <laughs> so Corey, did you um did you have a closing question maybe ask about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or something <laughs> <laughs> how do you make your peanut butter and jelly sandwiches how do I make them? You know what? My wife, I'm lucky. She uh, she makes a fresh made uh, strawberry jam. So Aww. we have, you know, we go out into the well in the summer. We That's go out so to the fields and get strawberries, and we pick them, and then we smash them up into some jam. And so, and then uh, me personally, I'm a crunchy peanut butter person. Uh, <laughs> though everybody else, my daughter does not like it. So we have to have creamy as well. So 
Yep. You just start with fresh uh, strawberry jam and some peanut butter, and you slap it between two pieces of bread. Nice. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and, and we are talking to James Taylor from the Jet City Comic Show, which is going to be happening November 5th and 6th. That's a Saturday and Sunday at the Tacoma Convention Center. James, if people want to stay current with all things Jet City Comic Show, where do they need to go and what do they need to do? So the first place, of course, is the website, which is jetcitycomicshow.com. But you'll also find us on Facebook and Twitter, um, and you'll see posts pretty much every day on both, uh, both of those places. Um, we're introducing new guests every day for at least through the middle of next week, but then we're going to start posting up when all the panels are happening and uh, the costume contest information and prizes. I can't and, wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just cool. Keep looking out. Yeah. And you guys are on uh, social media? Facebook and Twitter are probably the main ones right now. Awesome. Very cool. Well, I tell you, James, this has been really fun talking to you. And if we weren't excited enough already, um, I, I think our excitement is at a fever pitch now. I cannot <laughs> wait for November 5th and 6th because, yeah, all of us from Mikey Mickey After Dark as well as The Buzz will be in attendance that weekend. Um, if you see us running around with our KGRG t-shirts on, uh, don't be shy. Stop by and say hi. Uh, but, yeah, we're just going to be enjoying the, the show floor just like everybody else out yeah. there. And, yeah, it sounds like a great show, and I can hardly wait. Yay! Great. I, I appreciate the time and uh, the interview and, you know, a chance to kind of promote the show. I appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for putting it together. Like, this is a bunch of hard work, and as fans, we all really appreciate it. So mm -hmm. thanks for getting everybody together. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's big party. That's what my daughter <laughs> calls it. Absolutely. Well, you know, James, and the door is always open for you guys, you know, whether it's uh, you or Brian or anybody um, involved with the show. If there's stuff that you want to promote in the future, you're you're definitely welcome to uh, uh, keep our number on file, as it were. And, yeah, we'd uh, uh, love to talk to you again in the future. This has been really fun. All right. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, I look forward to meeting you guys at the show. Right. Absolutely. Again, James Taylor from Jet City Comic Show, everybody. Thank you very much. Yay. Thanks, James. All right, thank you. All right, have a good one.